Welcome, everybody, to round two of Pulpamex Fantasy Podcast. Thanks for playing. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We're going to go into St. Louis. It's round two of the series, of course. Lots to talk about when it comes to Pulpamex Fantasy and the scores, and I'm already regretting ever uh, starting this uh, dumb site because it actually been horrible for me. But we're going to talk about that and more as we go on. Thank you, Fly Racing Pro Taper, 100% for coming on board with us. 100% is the clear global leader in off-road goggles, but they make a lot more than that. They make the official licensed Geico Team merch, technical fleece and jackets, premium T-shirts, sport performance sunglasses. 100% has something for everyone on and off the track. I actually have been using the 100% mountain bike helmet right now lately. So see the entire line at 100%.com and use the code FANTASY25 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Thanks to those guys for making it happen. And, of course, you know Webb, Sexton, Ferrandis, Supercross champions last year, all running 100% goggles. Since 91, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components. Through technological ideas like the one in one eighth handlebar and the micro bar, Pro Taper continues to push the limits and transform how we all experience riding our motorcycles. Rockstar Husky, JGR, Chad Reed, Geico Honda, uh, all using Pro Taper products, and you know the name and you know the handlebar from the years of, uh, of uh, its innovations and championships. Thanks to Fly Racing as well, from the FR5 boots to the uh, Evo gear to the Formula helmet to their goggle that came out last year that they're pushing as well. Thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com for coming on board this podcast. Blake Baggett wearing Fly Racing gear and doing very well in the weekend. Justin Brayton winning a heat race in his fly racing product. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. We also have Motorsport gift card to a random championship user. We also have a bag of our jerky to give away to a random championship user. We thank those guys, of course, for coming on. Dirty Al Green, thank you for keeping track of our lead pipe, 100% lead pipe blocks. And uh, also we want to um, thank you people for listening. And Yamaha, of course, for giving us three bikes to give away this year. So lots of exciting things to go on this podcast. I'm going to be super bitter this whole podcast. So just FYI on the warning on that. Uh, all right, with me on the line to discuss Anaheim and look ahead to St. Louis and all you should pick for Pulpamex Fantasy. First up, from Get and Athena, he's the commissioner of the Industry Idiots League. It's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Oh, just working with a bunch of idiots that don't know how to read an email. Uh, <laughs> Some of you idiots that are listening, you pay your money, then you join the league. It's that simple. Somehow we have way more people that are in the league than paid their money. And I mean, some of them are even sponsors of the, of the site, uh, <laughs> riders, uh, not to mention any names, Brian Johnson. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah. Idiots bigger than last year or same or where are we at? Yeah, we have uh, – over $30,000 in the league. It's okay. $100 entry. Uh, it's, it's closed off now for the people that are still messaging, trying to get in at great weekends that are like, hey, let me get in there. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, over $30,000. We pay out the top 20. We have a triple crown. We pay weekly. Yeah, it's, it's good. So if you didn't get in this year, try to get in next year. Uh, absolutely. Uh, also on the line from Renthal, uh, Pulpamex Fantasy Handicap Setter. Not a friend of mine these days. Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? <laughs> Uh, what's up, Steve? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, fantastic to have you on the show. And also on the line from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, out there uh, hawking formula helmets uh, nationwide. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much. I am in San Diego and seeing uh, dealers, and then I head to St. Louis tonight. All right. Fantastic. Good to hear. Um, first to the finish line as well. We'll get into that. We'll get into how we did. Um, Paul? Not happy with these handicaps right now. I'm sure it was a concerted okay. effort. It was a concerted effort by you and the committee to set them a little tighter, to bring it in a little bit. We it was the first race of the year. 
theoretically, we should have a huge point total. We have like a 273 high score, which is yeah. good. But, you know, we've seen higher in the past. And, and I sat there in the uh, press box making my picks, agonizing over them. <laughs> Why did you make the handicap so tight? Yeah, so I think we did more research this year than ever before. I reached out to more kind of uh, uh, educated up to, you know, kind of fans and people that are at the test trucks knowing what's going on and just did as much research as we could to try to make the handicaps as accurate as possible. So um, anybody that's played the game for years know that as we go through the series, we get more data, so handicaps get more accurate. So I wanted to try to be as accurate as possible at round one to try to keep Anaheim 1 scores um, more kind of on par with what we're going to see the whole series. So last year our high score at Anaheim 1 was 322, and this year our, our high score was 273. Um, last year the winner of the entire game averaged 254 um, over 17 rounds. So uh, I, I, I know it was very hard for people, and, and um, you know, it's hard for the riders at Anaheim 1 too. So I, I don't know. I, I think it was successful. Um, it definitely – we probably had we did have a lot of ties was the only thing, but it's so so hard at the first round. We just yeah. don't know what's going to happen, so well, um, we just really tried our best to to yeah try to tick all the boxes we were trying to tick without having much data really, you know. So bullshit handicaps. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. That's you didn't it. do you didn't do good, so you're upset. Uh, yeah, no, no, that that could be it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into the scores. Oh, it's ridiculous. By the way, <laughs> by the way, everyone. Uh, a hearty congratulations to all of us at Pulp MX Fantasy. There will be no drop round for 2019, for 2020, I should say. Yeah, easy, there, easy. For one weekend. What do you mean? No, we're good. If it didn't happen at A1, we're good. <laughs> right? I mean. Yeah, awesome job to Marks. Right. Really Thank you, Travis Marks. Hours upon hours making sure this thing would work properly. Dude, I, I, the only complaint I got, I got, I got two complaints from people in the pits, but they were like, hey, this, it's the cell service in the pits from so many people. No one told me anything about the site. So there's actually Wi-Fi at all the races now in the pits, right. but Feld forgot to mention that to everybody. But it's there is free Wi-Fi for everybody in the pits now, and it works. And it, it, well, it works. Even the Anaheim One Stadium Wi-Fi works great too. So if yeah. you were not using that, then that's your own fault. I mean, right. I, I go back to the people that this is the same people. I, I can't get on the internet. I pick I pick Jeremy Martin. Well, you don't care that much. Like you're not taking it that serious. Exactly, yeah. If you pick Jeremy and Martin and never looked at your team again or looked at results or looked at times or looked at anything, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they take the Twitter and yell at us instead of try to figure it out. Themselves. Well, and, they, I, and, and I hate to bag on them because they're playing, you know, this game, but they're emailing asking if we can re- remove their pick and trade it for another pick, and I, I just – can't, I can't can you just give me the, the easiest one? Can you just give me the average guy? Yeah, sure. Why don't you do that for Marty <laughs> right. and yeah. Clout and everybody else that I picked too? Just give me the average finish. No big deal. So, um, all right. So, what'd you score, Dan? Uh, it wasn't great. I mean, I was better than you, but I scored 183. I got both first lap lead, or first of the finish line wrong. Um, <laughs> Because that's what I do. Glad to see. And, uh, glad to see your tradition is continuing uh, in 2020. Yeah. I had Justin Cooper, and he had it. And he. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. But he let Forkner go by. So. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. And Paul, what'd you score? I scored 202. JT. 202 as well. 161 for me. 161. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Real, real, real good. Real good. Really starting off the year with a bang. Uh, that might have been. 
might have been my highlight of the weekend. You scoring one sixty one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. I just. Well, who did you have? And you didn't have first. Uh, I, you didn't I, have first to finish I, line. I didn't pick either first to finish line. No, no. Wow. Or maybe, maybe I did. I, I don't remember. Did I, you not I, I might have picked. Podcast, I might have picked Roxon. I try not, not to listen. To our podcast. I try not to listen. We gotta, there wasn't a lot of. There wasn't a lot of good contrarian picks out there. You had to take them chalky all stars. Our podcast was very wrong. We we were high on the Australians. They were not. Oh good. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Both but, of you, Truman and Parabinos, yeah, on your Aussie wrong. invasion. I bailed. We looked I bailed. For 10 we had Dan. We with. Ten minutes before the heat race, they were not on my team, and Paul's like, you're an idiot at the truck. And I said, Clout crashed a lot when he was under pressure at the last round. He's like, it was for a championship. And I'm like, this is kind of pressure situation too, right? Just like you said. And he's like, you're just overthinking it. And he threw the timesheets in the air and said, don't pick Hill. And, and, <laughs> and he threw them in the air. And I said, you know what? Paul goes, we're smarter than these people. And I said, all right, apparently I'm not. There's 5,074 people smarter than me. <laughs> right, right. All right. So, yeah, the, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, top scorers for 250 class. Michael Lieb, number one uh, scorer, tied with Christian Craig at 42. Christian Craig, very upset he's not an all-star. Well, congrats, Christian. You're an all-star this week. So, uh, Derek Drake was next at 36. Uh, Derek Kelly, 34. Killian Auberson. Carson Brown, 32. Uh, pick trend for this week in Anaheim. Christian Craig, a whopping 56% pick trend. I honestly thought it would be higher. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez, 48. Michael Lee was 35. Justin Cooper, 32. Austin Forkner, 28. Luke Clout, 24. Uh, that's the pick trend uh, from Anaheim. So I had, I had Christian Craig. I mean, I think we all did, I would hope. Uh, 42 yeah. points. He was not an all-star. We, I figured he'd be top eight, so this would be the last chance to really get him. Uh, and most of you people thought that, 56% of you anyways. 42 points, so I had Christian Craig. I had Michael Lieb. Uh, definitely talked about Lieb on the podcast, coming back, and he's got serious skills. Uh, he's always been around a 10 to 12 guy, but he has, he's only raced three supercrosses in three years, or main events anyways. Three main events in three years for him. Injury, and then I think at one point he stepped back from the sport, but he's rededicated. I did a Privateer Island podcast with him, and so I, I like Michael Lee right away. He was fast all day. Once I saw that he was uh, able to string two laps together that were good, he was on my team. Uh, handicap nine, thank you. I'll take that. Uh, so Michael Lee was my guy. My, my all-star was Dylan Ferrandis, and I don't, as anybody who listens knows, I do not like for all-stars with one handicaps or whatever. I just need more room. But he looked so good in practice all day. Uh, Forkner's crash scared me away from him. Justin Cooper, I just kind of overlooked, to be honest, for an all-star. Uh, so Dylan Ferrandez was my all-star. So that was a good team. Like, top two point guys and Dylan Ferrandez. That was really good. My last guy was Aaron Tanti. Uh, I bought into the Australian hype. I, I thought Clout... Had a kind of a rough practice, so I stayed away from him a little bit. Uh, Aaron Tanti was my guy, though, and he was in qualifying spot in the heat, and he crashed. He's in qualifying spot in the LCQ, and he crashed. Uh, he did a karate chop to Costello. 12% pick trend for Tanti, so that was my 250 team. Uh, so I did pick an Australian, and I did get bit by them. Uh, so, Dan, who'd you have? Uh, pretty similar to you. I, I also had Christian Craig. And Michael Lee, Craig was uh, upset about being an all-star. He voiced his opinion to Paul. I walked to the pit and teased him a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I feel like we, we ha- helped him get a podium. So, um, 
Michael Leib, same as you. I picked him last year when he came back to Dallas race, um, not knowing how he was, how he's been riding. I didn't really know his program this year, but he's he's always gets in the main event, it seems like, when he does race. And I, I was kind of gambling on just him getting in the main event. I didn't think he would do as well as he did, but uh, he rode really good. And he did, yep. Congrats yep. to him. Yep. <clears throat> For the All-Star, I was always on Justin Cooper. Uh, he's a good starter, and I just felt like he would be on the podium. So I didn't you know, necessarily have him to win the race, but I did have him on the podium. So same as you, I had three guys that maxed out. And then uh, I Luke Clout. Uh, Luke Clout was in, I think, eighth or ninth and had a crash in the main event, and then he pulled off, and I, was, uh, I almost threw Chad's race goggles at him by mistake because I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, why are you quitting? But... I guess he had a bike. Was he up. was he hurt or yeah, bike issue? I, I don't I don't know. I okay. mean, right. I I don't know him that well, but yeah, I think he had a lot of nerves coming into the race. You know, um, he put pressure on himself. He wow. had a crash, but he certainly I mean, had speed. Yeah, and I think he'll get better. I think he'll figure it out, but not at anyone. Yeah, and for me, I never looked at Derek Drake, uh, and that's my own fault. I probably should have looked at him at a three. I know uh, he had a sixteen pick trend. I looked at Killian Albertson, but. For me, it was either Tanty or Clout, so I'm not that upset with, with my last guy because I was going to pick one of those guys. I can't say I was going to pick Wageman or Derek right. Kelly or anything because I, I, w- I wasn't going to. I, can't, uh, uh, I cannot pick Derek Kelly after Paula. I had yeah. intel on him. I did all my digging on him, and I picked him, and he just was garbage, and I have Derek Kelly aside us. Good job for yeah, him, but I, I, can't, I mean, I can't the, do it. the only one I looked at was Jet, and I was just same thing. First race, sixteen. Right. He had some. He had some moments. I was like, oh, I'll just kind of wait it out. Carson Brown, I knew too much about him that he hadn't been riding and, and everything else, and he he got in right out of heat. So, for me, I'm okay with my 250 team, even though it, it wasn't great. I I didn't really look at those other guys, and then I had Justin Cooper to lead lap one, and and, and we seen that uh, first to the finish line, and we seen that he got past uh, at the end of lap um, one. Please so. tell me, no one on this call got got burnt by freckle no okay okay i don't think think any of us you just can't i mean he didn't even make the main event at his previous supercross so okay all right uh paul who'd you have 250s yeah so um i went i had craig on my team and um in my defense not making him an all-star craig hasn't really had any results in three years and we had jeremy martin on the list um and then after we posted the list, we then found out that he wasn't racing. And by that time, we can't change that stuff because I think we already had about 300 people that picked Jerry, Jeremy Martin on his team. So we had to leave that. So Craig was, would have slid into being the highest handicap all-star had Jeremy Martin not been on the list. But, hey, we make mistakes, and that's why you got to check this stuff all, all day I, and Saturday and what I, have you. I 100% agree with Craig not being an all-star. He has not really had results for a couple of years. It was fine, Paul. Yeah, like I. I mean, I we all know he's fast, right? Of he's course. Great in practice. He's looked great in practice many years in the past, but we have to yeah. go by results when it comes to fantasy. So, yeah, I and I told him that, and I think it fired him up. So uh, I told him I was like, "This is good. You're mad." He's well, like, you know what? You're probably right. I, I told. <laughs> I, hey, I I told him I'm like, yeah, Paul. Paul really screwed you, but Paul really screwed you. <laughs> so I just want you to know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. But I put him on my team. He got me 42 points. Yeah. Thank you, Christian Craig. Right. Um, and then I went Michael Lieb. Michael Lieb looked solid in practice. Again, it's it was kind of scary because I, I really, in my head, all weekend, I was like, eight guys is the goal, eight guys is the goal. And I'm looking at somebody at a nine handicap, Michael Lieb, who's really only raced one main event the previous year. But he really looked solid to me. And in practice, he was consistent. And then the heat race, he started, you know, like maybe 12th or so. And he just was – he had a nice veteran ride. He was very solid. And, and that, that was – 
I loved it. It was awesome. 42 points from him made me happy. Um, same as Dan, I went Justin Cooper. I was on him all weekend. He's just he always starts the season strong. He's he has such a consistent record. He's a good starter, um, and he was one extra handicap point than Ferrandis. And so I thought the whole league would take Ferrandis. I thought I'd take Cooper. That worked out fine. And then yeah, the again same team as Dan. I had Luke Clout, and for 10 minutes there, everything was fine. He was a two handicap. He was running an eighth or ninth. Everything was great. Um, the handicaps looked correct too, right? Like Tampy didn't make the main. He was the highest handicap. Jay Wilson did make it. He was higher than higher than uh, Clout. higher than Clout, but less than Tampy. It was looking correct, but then yeah, Clout crashed, and you just can't predict that stuff. So um, that's my two fifty team. How about the two percent that had Koga, who was a twelve, and got passed in the last last turn of the LCQ? Oh, you two percent of people they who had Koga have been throwing their remote. <laughs> oh, dude, because I mean that, that's double points for Koga, no matter how he does, right? So, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, one of us is going to pick Koga, and we are going to be stressing because he was <laughs> he wasn't great, but he was just kind of doing the obstacles, and he was there. But oh man, I'll um, probably pick him this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to pick him at any warm weather supercrosses. No, forward. do not do that. Uh, JT, <laughs> who'd you have? I had a similar team to what you guys had, Weave and Craig, which you guys covered. Um, Craig was on my team literally from the first lap of the first practice. When I saw him take <laughs> off out front, he was on my team and, and never coming off of it. Uh, Weave, I was I, I had on my team going into the day, but I was kind of su- wait and see, subject to change with him. I've seen him ride really good and really bad, and he's burnt me a few times. Uh, but I liked what I saw. He looked aggressive. He looked comfortable. And I know he's qualified for a ton of these main events, and he kind of knows what to do. So uh, I felt confident with him, but he's always a little scary. Like I said, he's burnt me a lot. So, uh, but great, great day from him. I had Ferrandis, and I know you don't like those one handicap, Steve, but I just felt like he could come from anywhere and still get on the on the podium. And even if that would have translated into 23 points, I, I felt like that was yeah a very safe risk to take uh, with the options that were there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, most of the men at Cooper and these other guys got 26 too. I just, uh, I didn't pick Cooper. I don't know why I didn't, I, I kind of overlooked him like you did. And then most men was just too all over the place for me. I mean, he was crashing and all, you know, he just had a really kind of a rough day, even with a fourth place at the end of the night. Um, but yeah, whatever. I got 26 points out of it. And then my final pick was clout and I felt good about clout. I, I wasn't stressing. Uh, I thought actually he looked great all day. Uh, he qualified really easily in the heat race. I felt good about it. And then when he was in the main event, he was kind of riding by himself. And I'm like, oh, we're solid. And then, yeah, of course, why wouldn't he just toss away a good finish? Like, I just I don't understand that with guys. I get it if you're up front and you're ahead of where you probably should finish and you're just pushing the edge because this is your one chance to get a result. Great. When you're, when you're riding by yourself and there's no pressure and you just toss away a finish, like, man, I, I just think you have to – got to be better than that. Like, that's yeah. – Obviously, for him to live with, I just I hated it for my team and I hated it for him because there is no reason to do stuff like that. Like if you make if you're going to make a big mistake, back out of it. Like instead of tripling there, double there. I just stuff like that drives me nuts as a you know as a former racer. So whatever, what, it killed a lot of people, not just me. What about Killian Harbison, JT? That's your guy, Killian. It is, it is. But I knew he didn't have any time on the new team and the new bike. And he's generally a bubble guy anyway, so I didn't feel like it was a very safe pick. And my whole thing going in was I wanted eight guys in the main event. And with him being kind of in or out, uh, another thing with Alberson, he's he's not very good in the whoops like at all. He always resorts to jumping them. 
and I was worried in the heat race that he wouldn't be able to jump them, especially the longer set, and that would hurt him. Uh, but yeah, he, he sorted it out and had a great day, so good for him. I just I wasn't willing to gamble with Alberson uh, at that time. Paul, Dan mentioned this. We did a lot of people. Sixteen uh, percent pick trend missed the boat on Derek Drake. Good job for Derek Drake. Thirty six points, uh, handicap three. So, Paul, you were saying, ah, he's going to get like thirteenth or better. You know, or he needs to get thirteenth or better. Got an eighth. We missed the boat on Derek Drake, Paul. Yeah, we really did, and 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 he was kind of my biggest uh, regret that I just never really looked at him, and and I even talked I to Tyler either. Keith, and yep, I didn't and, and Tyler said that uh, Derek Drake had been having really good weeks, like the two weeks leading up to to Anaheim were really good. He was actually better than Hartraft at the track, like they had kind of flip flopped. Um, but I also don't put a lot of uh, weight into talking to team managers of riders because. You know they're yeah. they're not going to say anything bad typically, right? So, yeah, I just totally missed the boat, and it was also his very first Supercross. I mean, you know, we saw how his first motocross went, and it was okay. I, I just thought it was dangerous, honestly, and uh, he paid right. off. So, yeah, no, no, uh, good job for for him. So, um, Marks had the same team as Dan, uh, which was um, Clout, Craig, Ferrandez, and Lieb, and he has no comment on his team. Not nice ones, anyways. So that's that's Marx's update, everybody from from his team. Um, all right, four fifties from A one. Let's get into this. Uh, Vince Freeze top scorer, thirty two points. Good job, Vince. Justin Hill, thirty two. So the Bullfrog Spas guys making it happen. Baggett, twenty six. Oh, then it was all all star. Then was it Max all twenty six points. Wow. Okay, I haven't looked at these yet because uh, this class. Just wait till you hear my picks. Uh, so twenty six points for Baggett. Twenty six for Stu. Barsha maxed out at 26, uh, Brayton 26, Dean Wilson 26, etc. Uh, pick trend, 61% for the number nine, AC. He was an all-star and uh, handicap four, and yeah, that, that's that's to be expected there. Uh, 37% for Roxon in pick trend, 29% for Marty. That was probably me. I probably drove a lot of that's that percent. You. Yeah, and, and I were, and, and yeah. Um, Justin Hill, 27. Malcolm Stewart, 26. Eli Tomac, 24. Jimmy D, 19. That was your um, your pick trend, guys. My uh, my team, I don't want to get into this. Like, I'd rather just, can we just skip it? Mm-mm. No, this is going to be the best part of the show. No. My all-star was Ken Roxon, who looked uh, really good early in the main event and probably, I thought, would have got a third. Uh, instead, he f- dropped back 19 points for, for Kenny. He was my top scorer at 19 points. Uh, my next guy was Marty, and I don't know why I stuck with Marty. He cartwheeled his bike in one practice. His muffler flew off in another practice. The very first practice, he lost his front end uh, uh, two laps into the race. Um, it was a I don't know. But he qualified well, didn't he? He looked great in the whoops, though. Yeah. He looked great in the whoops. I don't even like his black gear and black bike. It's just horrible. Like, even his setup's horrible. Like, nothing should have really made me stick with Marty other than my preseason hype of Marty. Uh, you know, that, that that's the one that, you know, kind of got me. But I, I didn't – I was too blind to that preseason hype and not looking into uh, into actual Marty's day. But if you look at his qualifying time on the day – he was uh, where was he? Twelfth. Twelfth. So, you know, he's a fourteen handicap. He qualified twelfth. Do the math there, uh, but didn't work out. So, Marty was my other guy. Uh, Jimmy D was my other guy, and I was loving it when Benji crashed with half a lap to go in the heat to give Jimmy D the last spot in the main event. I was hating it as soon as I realized, wait, Jimmy D's not going to be in shape for this long. But 
couple factory guys always have problems. Maybe we'll have a bike issue with somebody or whatever. So Jimmy D should get me uh, 19th or 18th to get me double points. Nope. 22nd. We had no bike problems. We had no DNFs from anybody uh, in the main event, which is pretty rare. So Jimmy D was my other guy. 10 points for Jimmy D. My last guy was Chris Blos. Uh Paul, you were high on him too. I'll wait and see if you actually ended up sticking with him. But uh, 10 points for Blos, handicap 7. So he honestly looked like he was just cruising out there. So I don't know if he wasn't ready. You know, he's a 250 guy. So maybe he's just like, hey, get in the main, collect the money, and ride around. But I do have a bone to pick with Parabinos on that handicap at a 7. That was not. So your high score was 19 points, huh? That's yeah. Solid. Yeah. That's not terrible. Yeah. So, just a garbage 450 team, garbage site, garbage league, garbage everything. Um, JT, who'd you have in 450s? I went super safe. I know I uh, I was saying I might, and you guys didn't believe me, but I did. I had three all stars. And wow, so did Wygant. Really, Wygant did. Yeah, too. It, yeah. It, it didn't really work out. Um, I thought these guys would be better, to to be honest. But I and I. And, Really, I couldn't figure out who I wanted to pick. This was all born out of necessity because I could not pick any of these guys. I refused to pick Justin Hill. Just I, there was never going to happen. No, no, thank you. Vince Freezy, I just overlooked. Um, I know Vince is good, but he was a three, and I'm like, eh, he's probably going to be right around 13th. So is there really a big reason to? I couldn't predict him whole shotting the main event. Like that obviously helped his case. And he he rode great, don't get me wrong, but starting first certainly helps you. Um, Malcolm Stewart, I didn't man, he's he's gotta put in some better main event results before I'm gonna lean on him at a minus one. He barely squeaked in there, right? He got ninth. So good job for him. But I mean really those are the only guys that were really good picks above where I got. Um I picked Brayton. He could have finished better. I think he was getting shuffled back either way. Um, I was very happy with him to be able to hold off Mookie at the end because that would have bumped him out of double points, but he hung in there. Uh, I had AC, as did everyone else, so that was, wasn't was a shocker. I will say, though, I almost didn't pick AC because I, I knew that everyone was going to have him. Like That was the obvious pick, and I was scared he was going to crash or just try too hard after such a great afternoon. Uh, but in the end, I just couldn't go I couldn't go away from it and that's again going to there was just no one else to pick that I really liked so I went with it and it worked out I had both Roxanne and Tomac uh you know both pretty high pick trends and both of them didn't ride very well at all I just felt like both of them would be top five and and neither of them pulled that off so you know 19 and 17 it is what it is I probably would pick them again if I had to do it over but they just didn't have great races uh so yeah I left some points on the table but I don't feel that bad because I was never picking Freezy or Hill to start with. So it wasn't like I just made the wrong choice in the end. I, they were they were never really on my on my final radar. Did did uh were you surprised that so AC was the highest pick trend at sixty one? Craig was next. Mm-hmm. I, I would have picked Craig. I would have thought Craig. Like I don't I guess maybe I don't maybe well, maybe think, people weren't in the stadium, didn't see it, you know. Well, I think I think sorry, I think if you look at the way the day went He's the, he finished first in every qualifying practice or free practice, and he has so much hype coming in off of winning the Monster Cup. And you think about how many people play this game that probably don't get they don't get all the insider knowledge. They're not at the race like we are. So 
to them, it's just an easy pick. Yeah, the fastest guy, the guy that won the last race, the guy that qualified fastest, has a yeah. poor handicap to work with. Yeah, all day. Right. You know? uh, Paul, who'd you have? Um, so, like JT, I went not as not as heavy an all star as him, but I did have two all stars, and those two were Ken Rocks and Eli Tomac. I just I I only got 19 out of Ken and 17 out of Eli, so I picked the worst all stars I could pick, pretty much, with the exception of Zach Osborne, but. Um, I don't know what to say. Like, I just I, I wanted to try to go safe. I thought the you know their veteran kind of experience would shine through a bit. Um, I mean, I really wanted to pick Adam, but I just don't know. It's your first first 450 Supercross, and and now I think a lot of the doubt that that I think any of us have ever had about Adam is slowly really kind of vanishing. Um, so those are my two all stars, and then uh, I did go two double points guys after that, and and it was scary to find the ones that I did pick, but I was. I thought I had the best two, and, and they did okay, but uh, not not the best two. So I didn't go Freezer Hill. Those are just too scary for me. But I did go Malcolm Stewart. He was just so fast all day. There's two loop sections. He won a main event at Monster Cup. Um, you know, he's been racing, no big setbacks. These are all things that were contributing to my decision to go him, and it barely worked out. He got ninth, so he did get double. That was awesome. And then the guy that was on my team from podcast through practice, through heat races and or everything, never came off my team was Justin Brayton. I'm really surprised that uh, only 5% picked him. I just, you know, he's been racing. He's in Australia. He's got that factory Honda bump. He looked good in practice. He's a good starter. Um, yeah, he, got, he was just on my team. He, he, all, only, and, he only got an eighth. He just made it. I mean, it wasn't like it was yeah. a hero pick, Paul, well, here. I, I mean, he was, he was just the person I was most sure of. He won his heat race. Right. He was top three in the main event for a long time. Yeah, he faded, but I think there was there was upside there. And it still paid off, but I, I was confident in that pick. And, I'm again, I'm surprised a lot of other people weren't. What about Blos? You loved Blos so on this pod Blos, last week. Yeah, I brought up Blos, and, and it didn't concern me about Blos getting into the main event. I knew he could kind of do that. But what concerned me was you still had to get 17th when you were there. And, and this is something that I'm going to try to remind myself to do all season long is, is I write down – um, who I think is going to finish where before the weekend starts. And then I consult that when I'm making my picks because practice has such a like such an effect on when you're making your picks. And um, I really didn't want practice to affect me so much. So at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, he qualified you know, pretty good. He qualified 20th. I think he'll get in. But where is he going to finish in the main event? And I just didn't have him finishing 16th or 17th in the main event. I just didn't. So that's really – you know why I took the times out of Dan's hands and threw them out and said, "Hey, we're going <laughs> in the stadium. That's it." Because, um, yeah, I, I think practice times sway us too much, and I was really trying to not let that happen at any time. Dan, you're a Marty guy. Um, I am a Marty guy, but I was a Justin Hill guy until Paul threw those timesheets in the air um, <laughs> and told me I, I was off the. So the only, I didn't get to see a lot, as you know, I was a little bit busy throughout the day. The two things I did see was Marty's exhaust fly out and a video of Marty's bike flying through the air. So I was like, man, he's obviously – and then I got a text. Literally, we hadn't even gone on the track yet, and Marty had lost the front somehow. And I'm like, all right, this is Marty. So I was off Marty. I was on AC all day, uh, just the same reason JT said. i just seen he was at the top of the time. So I was like, okay, I, you know, I'm going to gamble with it. I, I like the handicap of a four. Um I also went two all-stars. I went Ken Roxon. I thought Roxon would be on the podium. He's been good at A1 before. I know he had no setbacks in the off-season. 
my two letdowns on the weekend were Roxon and Tomac. If I look at the results, I think they were the biggest letdowns results-wise. But uh, yeah, then I was I was all on the hill. I was like, Hill's got a chip on his shoulder. He's ready to go. This and that. And Paul threw these times in the air, and he's like, "You're an idiot." And I'm like, "You're right. I'm not going to pick Justin Hill." <laughs> you know, I spent an entire season with Justin last year. I can't pick him. And I went and put Marty on my team. I don't know why. But yeah, I wasn't surprised that Marty got 15th. Honestly, like, I mean, he didn't ride, he didn't crash in the main event. I don't believe. I just no, he did. No, crashed very first lap. He was dead, dead, oh, dead, dead last. Yes. Well, he was never behind Chad. Chad was. No, I think he was. <laughs> I think he was. Um, so yeah, I went with Marty, who who got 12 points, and then um, I had Malcolm Stewart. Uh, Paul did kind of talk me into Malcolm Stewart a little bit during that same conversation. I wasn't a huge, I wasn't on him that big just because he hasn't had the top five results before. But he is strong. He's in better shape. You know, he is good. So um, right. when I look at it, I should have went Brayton. You know, Paul was saying Stewart and Brayton, and I and I went with Davalos instead. But Dakota was, was a terrible pick at any point. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, because he. he even if he I don't know if he would have got in at the LCQ. No, he probably, would, he probably would not have got in the LCQ. He got yeah. so lucky to get in, and but then you know he doesn't have 20 minutes and a lap in him. Yeah. Like, that's so stupid. Yeah. Anyways. I think you really forget how long these races are, and then I think when we were in the stadium, I know, Steve, I was in the elevator with you on the way down after the race. We're, we both looked at each other. We're like, geez, it's a long race. Yeah. Like, you forget how long it is. Yeah. 24 laps, I think they did, or something. 23 or 24 I laps. Had, so. I had, uh, did anybody, uh, it was Forkner and Barsha for first to the finish line. Anybody have anybody? Dan, you, we know you didn't, but anybody else have? Uh, ben picked Barsha. He worked for him for a lot of years. Uh, ben, Chad's mechanic. He's never played the game before. He signed up. He he said he wants to be able to help privateers out throughout the year like I do. So uh, he picked Barsha. He's like, what do you mean? He's going to get the start. He always gets the start at A1. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then he whole shouts, and he's like, God, you're so bad at this game. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> JT or Paul, you guys picked them? Pick anybody? No. No. No, I'm out. no I did not. No. I, I didn't either. Um, I had a few people say, oh, I had a few people be like, oh, Chad, six, what do you think? And I'm always like, well, there's one man who's embedded in that program, and he ain't picking him, and that's Dan Truman. <laughs> so, I, if, if Dan, I mean, Dan was never picking Chad. Chad's prep is no. not ideal coming into this season. And, uh, yeah, so I had a few people be like, what about Reed? What about Reed? I'm like, uh, no. No, no. I said on the show last week, and I had a couple people come by and ask me, and I said, no, don't pick him. You know, I mean, that oh. wasn't the – yeah. So We're. we got another edition of Dirty Al Green, who's keeping track of our lead pipe locks, 100% lead pipe locks. I look forward to one of you guys insulting Dirty Al during the season of, for for his picks. But here's what he's uh, – I I won the week, although it's – I mean, as far as – you know, if you really want to win this thing for us experts, quote-unquote, like you could play yeah. it really safe, like which I don't always, and neither does anybody else on this line all the time. But anyways, I won, so what will be for me? I had Craig and Marty as my 100% lead pipe block of the weeks. Uh, Dan, you had uh, Wilson and Davalos as your 100% lead pipe blocks. Uh, Paul, well. Paul, Tanty, and Blos, and JT. You were Jet Lawrence and Kenny. So that's uh, that's the lead pipe block of the weeks. Thanks, Dirty Al Green, for keeping track of this. Yeah. So. Um, all right, let's get into, before we get too far, let's do the Motorsport gift card and the uh, R-Jerky uh, winner as well for championship users. We're going to just, we have a randomizer that Mark's built into this thing, so we're going to uh, pick some a uh, couple of guys. All right, the Motorsport card, Kibler315. You win the Motorsport card, we'll get, on, we'll get in touch with you, uh, and, and thanks for playing. Appreciate it. The R-Jerky bag. 
MTD610. You win the R jerky. Uh, so thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Yamaha. Thanks to Pro Taper. Thank you 100%. Thank you, Fly Racing, for coming on board the, this, this podcast show. And uh, we're on to St. Louis. Um, I guess I'll start with you, JT. Let's go. Uh, so should be – well, St. Louis usually has normally great dirt and uh, terrific dirt, but uh, I don't know, maybe softer and ruddier. I've heard it's been stored inside. Someone told me it was stored inside. So, anyway, it's traditionally the best dirt of the year. Are we just all troll train? Are we just all troll train right now? No. I'm in. I'm in on troll train. Thank you. I'm on it. I'm, in. I'm on the train. All right. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm, I'm on it because of how bad he was at week one. But he wasn't that because. bad, though. He just he just went off the track and they couldn't get his bike started. He need electric start, Phil, which Phil Nicoletti on Monday night found very amusing. Over and over. Did you guys Poor see guy him? So short. I know. Right? He can't do it. Did you guys it. see him so kicking short. his bike? That thing has to have so much compression. <laughs> uh, so, Troll Train, uh, all-star going into – he was an all-star last week, right? Correct? Yep. Yes. And uh, so will. now uh, minus one handicap. Give me Troll Train, JT. Who else do you like? I have Jet Lawrence on my team. His handicap did not move. Um, and I think he had a rocky weekend. I mean, he was on the ground a lot. No, uh, his name, I think that hold on. It moved. It moved. It moved. Yeah. It was a one. Oh, now thought, it's a minus one. It moved. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I just saw the one. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I was scared of him after practice. He was on my team going in. That's why he was my lead, pop, lead pipe lock of the week on Thursday. Uh, but I just saw him hit the ground several times in qualifying, and he, just, he looked nervous to me. He just looked like he was trying too hard, and, and I was scared when the lights turned on that would just keep on going. Um, but he, he fought through all that and ended up with a ninth. So I think he can improve on that. I think he'll be better than a ninth at his second round and maybe just take a deep breath. And the tractional will be really good in St. Louis, and it's inside. So I, I have him on my team right now, but I, I will be watching him to see if he's kind of figured that out. If he's crashing all over the place again, I, I may I may pull him. I have Amart, as you said. Uh, he's just solid, and on that dirt, he should be good. Um, the, the track should be pretty ruddy. I know you're saying they started inside, but it's still St. Louis and it's still January. So I, th- I still think it'll be soft and ruddy, which will be good for him. Uh, and as long as he doesn't crash on the first lap, you know, uh, he, he's pretty solid and a veteran. And uh, it seems like they've gotten that engine a lot further ahead than they were this time last year. Uh, I have Oldenburg on my team, and I'll be honest, I'm scared to death of that pick. Oh, we, oh, <laughs> yeah. we, we got to talk. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware going in. No way uh, he stays on your team. No way. Okay. No chance. I, I understand. I understand. And I'm going to preface that. Uh, but I could go Tonti. I could go Jay Wilson. There are several people that are on the short list for replacing Oldenburg. Uh, so we're going to play it by ear. I don't want people to think that just because I have him picked on Thursday that he's a lock. He's not a lock. He, um, he's, but, just, he's a placeholder right now. Funniest part of Monday's show might have been Will Hahn telling us that he, th- he thinks JT and Paul – if they knew where he lived, would burn his house down for recommending Oldenburg during the Nationals last summer because they would text. I guess Will would tell you that he's all good. Yeah, he would tell us all every week. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's I, good. He's on my team. He's on my team. He's good. And then and, he gets 38. And but Will said, if Paul and JT knew where I lived, they would burn my house down. I, I, I hope he's listening to this. I know where he lives. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's uh, not a horrible assumption. To be honest, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. So anyway, so th- yeah, zero chance Oldenburg stays on JT's team. I'll, I'll bet. Uh, well, I mean, you can affect this bet, but so I don't, I don't. It's not zero percent. 
I, I'm gonna, I will tell you that it's not zero percent because the guy can ride. He just crashes a lot. It, it's you're rolling the dice if you pick Oldenburg. That's just really what it is because he's certainly fast enough to be in the top twelve if you can keep him upright. Okay. You want me to do 450 as well? No. At this point? No. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's that's my four. Okay. I honestly, the only other guys that I see maybe getting in there are the two Australians. I had Clout last week, so he's out. Um, would, you, I would, you, looked... would you recommend Clout, though, if you could pick him? Well, yeah, he was an yep. easy pick last week. I mean, I would love to pick him, and he's a four instead of a two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, I mean, no brainer. But no going in that what you got last week was a DNF. So. All, right. Uh, all right, Dan, who do you like? Koga? Uh, I do like Luke Clout. I can't pick him, Yep. but I, I do think he's a good pick. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we all picked him out of two, so why wouldn't you pick him out of four? Um, for my all-star pick, I don't know if JT had said one or not, but I really like Austin Forkner. I think that those yeah, that three, I think Forkner and the two-star guys are the best three in the class. Don't you of. feel oh, – sorry to interrupt, but I feel like for me, I'm, I might just rotate between those three guys. All, all series long, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you might get burned here or there, like yeah. Forkner at A one getting getting docked. But I think those three are the best three, and then you got the next group of guys that is like the Craig and yeah. the and the Moseman and the Drake and those guys. So for me, I'm going to go Austin this week. Um, I do like Jacob. Uh, I mean, I do like Jacob Hayes a little bit. I know. No, did you say he was no, hurt or what? No, is he hurt or what? Yeah, I mean, he rode actually not bad, but dude, he got really tired. He just doesn't have the shoulders banged up he doesn't have a lot of time on like yeah okay so all right i I do like alex martin uh this week i think he'll become an all-star again after this week so i think his value will go away Mm -hmm. um going back to anaheim but uh, a lot like jt said i don't know how many of these guys are going to make the trip from california to st louis then back to california some of these privateer guys so it might open up some some spots in the back you know guys like koga that will probably make the trip and um man you could pick Um. anti i think JT, Koga is on the Teddy Parks experience. I, I, can someone film Koga and Ted Parks discussing anything? Interacting. Uh, it's it's the most got to be the most cliche American ever for Koga. What, like cowboy, cowboy right, hat, right. strong accent. Like he's like straight out of a Western. I picture it like Ricky Bobby and Jean-Luc talking. That's John what, Gerard. John Gerard, yeah. That's yeah. what I – that's what I imagine. Um – do we know if uh, Tanty's making the trip and, and Jay Wilson? Do we know that? I, I believe all the Australians yes. are okay. going. All right. Yes. All right. Paul, uh, what do you like? Um, I like Luke Clout a lot. I can't put him on my team, but, yeah, out of four, he's gonna he's a top ten guy, I think. We we saw that for ten minutes, and he just crashed. So I like him, but I can't pick him. I do like Tanty, though. Um, I know he's going. Um, he was a seven last week. He's a nine. He just got to get into the main event. I think he can do that. You picked him at a seven, so I like him a lot. He's fast. He's um, got. He he easily had the speed easily. Yeah, yeah. and I think so. And I, and I and I really I think you're going to know a lot on Saturday based on what Dan just said because you know a lot of these privateers aren't going to drive all the way out there and then come back. So there could be some. You know, when you look at times on Saturday, it could look, right. look a lot tastier than it's looking now, right? So um, I like. I like Martin Costello. He had a rough yeah. uh, yeah. Anaheim, but he went from a four to a seven. That's a pretty big jump because he's, I mean, he's a guy that has a lot of good results and he didn't make it. So that's a pretty big handicap jump. So um, yeah. I almost want to 
call him my lead pipe lock uh, out of seven. Is he racing I though? Like I, Alex. Some, yeah, he's on a team and everything. He's, he'll be there. I know, right? but somebody said he hurt his shoulder when he oh. crashed. That that that's all. He, I, he, I mean, he walked off. I mean, he was in a he definitely shoulders on crashed, the upper yeah, part you of your body. Correct, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have. I I have a hilarious. <laughs> I have Costello highlighted. Yeah. I have Costello highlighted. So I I, I agree that he that he's yep. a great pick. I, somebody had just tweeted or something saying that he hurt his shoulder. Um, keep so. an eye on Koga. Uh-oh. We talked to Koga's thirteen, no. and he was there until the last last turn. What about this Ludovic guy? You noticed his starts? No. What about his starts? No. You're you are swaying all these players wrong. Come I didn't on. say I'm picking him. I'm just keeping an eye because if, if Ludovic shows up, he got the start, then, you know, I mean, he, I believe he's made. I think JT picked Ludovic. Frenchie. He's a Frenchie. Uh, I did not pick Ludovic. No, not this, I, week, not this weekend. I mean, at, at, no, at some point. No, yes. I haven't, but I, I've had my eye on Jason Claremont, who is another Frenchie that's come over. Um, but, no, I, I did not pick him this weekend. I, I was well, trying to play it too safe. I know you didn't pick him this weekend. I'm saying, like, at some point. We just went uh, over who you picked. I, I don't believe that okay. I have ever picked Ludovic McClure. Um He McClure. made one main event. Okay, well, so I was right. Ludovic uh, McClure. In the mud. What about, and he got 21st. What about Mitchell Falk? Didn't DNF, but he's on the BW Honda team, former TLD guy. Uh, I don't know anything about him outside his handicaps of seven. And, he, you know. pulled off, he pulled off in the main event. Okay. I, I don't know why. Right, right. But right. I, I round one and you pulled off. Kind of, I don't know. It discourages me a little bit. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock of the week. Fantasy 25 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories from 100%.com. Lead pipe lock of the week for 250 class for St. Louis. Uh, I'm just, I, it, I'm just going the no-brainer. Just doing the no-brainer. Give me Troll Train. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to go away from that. Dan. Yeah, I hate to all pick Troll Train. I think he's the best pick of the week. But if Casello races, he's he's going to score more points than Troll Train does. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my pick though. Thirty out green. If you're out there listening, I'm gonna go. My lead pipe lock will be Clout. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul, Paul as well. Oh, okay, all right. I thought Paul said Troll Train. But Paul Paul is now saying Clout as well. So Paul is Clout. All right. Uh, so yeah, my team right now: Martin Clout, Forkner, and I'll go Costello. But I'm I'm that, looking that, at you, Koga. That team wins, Steve. That that's scary. That's I'm looking. At, yeah, that is a good team. I'm that's look, a really good team. I'm looking at you, Koga. Show me something. I'm gonna, need, uh, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need somebody to karate chop Costello, please. Does anybody <laughs> think JT is gonna stay with Oldenburg? I think it's a possibility since he can't pick Cloud. I think Oldenburg's maybe the next best. Well, Dan, you don't gotta stay with the same team if you can't pick a guy. Well, I'm saying the next be- – I think Clout's a better pick than Oldenburg, but you can pick Clout. We can't. Yeah, but the way you That'd make it sound like JT had, had to pick Oldenburg because Clout's – No, I think he's the next best – I think he No, is. he's not. No, he's not. He has a lot of speed. He told if me – If you don't he, think Oldenburg yeah. – if you don't think Oldenburg could go out there and get seventh around where Drake and those guys were, you're crazy. Oh, of course yeah, he can. easily. Of course. Easily. Yes, he can. Um, he could easily crash, though. <laughs> oh yeah, he could more easily crash. He, he told me crashing with I, I like Freckle. He's a good dude, and I asked him about it, and he told me he was working on his mental game as well this off season. So I said, "Well, I said we know you I have need the speed. A physical game. Just keep it upright." Right. Um. 
All right, okay. So give me your four, Paul. Um, right now, it's uh, Alex Martin, Aaron Canty, Costello, and Forkner is my all-star. Welcome. I was looking at Hartraft as an all-star, but I'll go Forkner. Welcome to the Tanty train. Uh, not fun. Not fun to be Tanty on. Tanty is very tantalizing. Right. <laughs> he is not related to Tony Tanty either, everybody. I just want to clarify that. Tony Tanty, a winger for the Vancouver Canucks in the mid-'80s. Not related. Oh, winger. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't talk about Michael Lee. He's pickable out of five also. Uh, we all had him, so maybe that's why. Yeah, that's probably why we didn't but, look at him, right? Yep. But but I think that Michael Lee, is, if you missed him at Anaheim, you can still get value out of five. Uh, he's going to be in the main event, um, and he could get 12th again, no problem. But that's borderline, Dan, don't you feel, out of five? Like, if he gets any lower, you're going to start being. Yeah, I yeah. mean. I don't know. I think he, he's he's his goal is top ten, so a five is pretty good. I think he can get close to tenth. So okay, all right. Um, first first uh, to the finish line. Anybody for uh, for St. Louis? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one right here in a second. <laughs> Shock it's gotta shocking. be Cooper or Forkner, right? Yeah, yeah Cooper or Forkner are the only two options right, there. Right. Yep. Hundred percent. Flip a coin, I'm uh, all right, 450s for St. Louis. Some updates here. Chiz not racing. He's going to be in Germany. Brees in Germany. Bowers in Germany. Seven Deuce Deuce is out as well with an injury, so we've already got some guys getting bit, so pay attention to that. Uh, look at your qualifying times as usual and all of that. Um, Blos is racing, uh, but as a privateer with Michael Lindsay as his mechanic. Um, all right, uh, I started with JT. Let's go, let's go, Dan. What do you like for 450s for uh, St. Louis? Zach Osborne. I like it a lot. He's okay. My, uh, All right. He's he's my okay. guy I'm clicking on right now. I like Zach Osborne. I like Eli Tomac as an all star at a three. He'll probably get ninth. Um I, I think there's gonna be some privateers making the main event. It sounds like with those guys missing the race, it sounds like uh the other guys from Michael Lindsay's team are not coming as well. So we need to look at some guys that were just outside in the LCQ, okay. privateers that are going to make the main event. I need a status on Benny Bloss's back, JT, BBB. Uh, he was able to race, so that's a positive step. But he's, I, don't, I mean, I don't think he's miraculously healed. He doesn't have um, 20 plus one in him, you know? Because otherwise he's an easy pick. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's so much that as it's just being able to ride is very difficult. It's not a fitness thing. If he can ride, he can ride. It's just. I mean, going into Saturday morning, they didn't think he was going to be able to ride. So uh, I'm going to wait and see. He's definitely a sketchy pick because you know how a back is, like one big hit or one weird you know, landing and you're DNFing. That's, that's the scary part. All right, Dan, who else? Oh, man. Alex Ray's going to have to make the main event, right? I mean, he missed it, but those, all those guys out, I think, I think I, you could pick Alex Ray. I don't know, man. It's tough. But these handicaps are tight. This handicap is is a joke. They're a joke. <laughs> well, uh, who's to say you have to get double points with a double points guy? Because that's always been the goal in every single game you've ever played in, in all year long for three years. Is is I need double points, and Alex Ray needs to get twentieth or better. Right. Yeah, I think he can do that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but you look at guys like there's maybe there's multiple all stars you can take that you know will get twenty six. Why was James Weeks so bad? He works with Tim Ferry. Why was he not that he's good? Guy. I don't think he's really ever done much at Supercross. Yeah. He doesn't work with Tim Ferry anymore. Well, that's his problem then. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Mookie, minus one. AP, one. 
I need to see Freeze do it again, right? We're all on board with that. Like, I, I like Vince, but I'm staying away from that one, even though he was, you know, he would have doubled. If he had won last week, he would have been double points, but yeah. Isn't this his home race? Or is, yes. Isn't he used to be from Missouri or something? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. These are these are really tough, honestly. Cunningham, I think Cunningham will be in the main this week. He was yeah. fast. Yeah. I think Cunningham, he should have been in the main last week. What about What about Jimmy D? Ah, well, You're uh, yeah, yeah, well, I'm out. I can't pick him, unfortunately. That's this. Ah, uh, Freddie Norman. Can I tell you on Freddie Norman? What happened to Fred? He. It wasn't even his fault. He crashed with uh, with Bogle on the top of the tunnel. Okay. They just came together and he crashed. It actually wasn't Freddie's fault. He was riding really well. Is he okay? Yeah, I think he's fine. Right. Okay. Yeah. Freddie, actually, JT, you were really harsh on Freddie last week's podcast. Uh, I was. Yes. I was saying like Chiz or Norn, and you're just like, no, no, no. And I, I thought did, Freddie did Norm pay off? No, but I thought. Okay. My point. Thank you. My point being, Freddie was better at Supercross than I remember, Paul. He, yeah, he was. You know? Especially, I think the 450 was the big question that JP had. We haven't really he, seen him on a 450 in Supercross. I thought and Freddie he's was been yeah. a crasher in the past on a 250. Yeah. Good for Freddie. Yeah, but the uh, mellow yeah, power say, of, the, of the Suzuki suits him well. Go ahead, Dan. He, I, I think he did. I'll give Freddie credit. He was better than I thought he would be all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, me too. All day. Yeah, so I'll give him credit. And I'm team Freddie normally. So he, he did ride pretty well, but he didn't pay off in the end. So All right, JT, who do you like? My team right now is Justin Bogle out of five. Uh I don't know if that stays. I mean, just looking at it on paper, I think he's a, I think he's 15th or better. Um, if he stays off the ground and he's, he's from that area of the country, home race, all that good stuff. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I have uh, Marty Davalos on my team, and I even hesitated to say it because I can't believe I'm going to do it. If anybody watched him, uh, he was shedding parts off of his motorcycle throughout the day like Mad Max. It was unbelievable. Uh, I've never seen things happen. It was like the uh, the globe of death is basically what he was doing out there. Oh, well, handicappers um, didn't think he should be moved at all. Apparently, so. Well, that's based on speed. Okay. We can work with speed. Okay. And that's what that's what Marty does. So I have him at a four on my team, just assuming he's going to have a better day because it, it really can't go any worse unless he loses a finger or something. Um, I have Zach Osborne on my team. He was deathly ill. And it went about as poorly as possible, crashing all over the place on last Saturday. So I'll, I'll assume it's going to go better than that. And then my all-star is Cooper Webb, which I strategically left off my team last week at, when I had three all-stars to pick him this week. So um, those are my four. I don't think I'm going to veer too far away from those four. I really don't. Um, it may I may switch one, but I, I feel pretty confident that's going to be my team on Saturday night too. What happened to Bogle at A1? You crashed with Norrin, right? I don't know. That he crashed. They they hit oh. the air. I don't think Bogle. Oh, crashed. I guess. He. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I know it didn't go well. Uh, he told me just yeah, bike setup. Uh, it's too stiff. Arm pump, uh, right? Yeah, just pumped up and you know was really upset with himself after the race, but he was fine. You know, no issues. But uh, yeah. Um. Paul, we did not get your four right. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I think this is the weekend because you just told me there's three guys in Germany that were in the main event last weekend. So. I think that's like maybe the opportunity to pin it a little bit more than I want to. 
So right now I'm looking at Alex Ray and Kyle Cunningham at 10 and 9. I think they can both be in the main event and can, you know, are expect to be in the main event type guys. So they should be able to ride the whole, the whole race and put up hopefully a decent finish. I mean, I think Cunningham is capable of like a, of like a, I don't know, like a 16th or a 15th or so. Is it, is it just um, Benny's injury that's scaring you? Because to me, Benny, if you just yeah, put three, if you put Benny, A-Ray and Cunningham all hundred percent drop the gate, Benny beats both those guys every time to me. No. Am, am I, mean, I overvaluing Benny's riding skills here? We've only raced 14 Supercrosses, so I, I, I don't really know. You know, it's hard, it's hard to say. I mean, he did. Benny Bloss did qualify better than A-Ray. Um, I don't know. Where, I'm trying to find where Cunningham qualified. Holy crap. Cunningham qualified 32nd at Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Strong. Oh, boy. But like okay, a veteran so that, that he is, like a veteran tough. that he is, he found some speed. Yeah. And he was in the main event with one lap to go. He almost did it. So, I don't know. Maybe these picks won't stick, but... Um, I just do think that we're going to look at the times on Saturday and see that there's some room at the back half, and that might change my sway me a little bit. But my other two guys right now are both all-stars, and that's uh, Cooper Webb and Adam Cincerello. I just need to know if JT's hiding Benny's injury status from people. I, I promise I'm, I'm not. Do that. I, I talked to his dad Saturday or Friday. He said Benny's really hurt. We don't even know if we can race. Then if you watched him in practice, he looked – like he couldn't really ride like he was just trying to get around the track and then uh i'm sure they tried to to um well, okay. you know yeah. negate that with pain meds or whatever yeah. as far as like i'm sure he got shot up and trying to loosen it up but i mean he crashed his brains out i, I don't right i don't think that's going to miraculously heal itself in five days okay do you guys want a deep sleeper sure yeah Cade clayson no Oh, boy. Qualified 40th, okay. But first Supercross in years. That's um, a terrible terrible pick. That's that's terrible. In five five days, he got that much better. In five days, he's going to pass 20 people. So much. Not happening, Steve. Look, Cunningham just qualified 32nd, Dan. Right, and he also didn't make the main. Oh, stop it. Cunningham so much better than Cade Clayton. Listen, I know. But I'm saying if you're going to. 20 bucks, he doesn't make the main. All right, 20, listen, 20? listen, you guys, okay, let's make it a lot more. You guys let's make are, it a lot more than 20. I'm going to hang up on all of you. You're, calm down, okay? Pick. I said deep sleeper. Deep sleeper is what I said. So he'll bury your Meaning team. like like three years ago, <laughs> sleeper? He will put your team so to deep. sleep. Listen, yeah. listen, I got inside knowledge on this situation. Okay, so just deep. He was a tenth of a second off of not making the night show. Please bet me. Please. All right, well. 20 bucks, he don't make the main. No, 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 not doing that. No, because he, he wasn't good. you also think he wasn't that good. Bernard Kerr was going to get in? So he Kerr was going to beat Clayson, and now Clayson's a sleeper? He wasn't good. He, he's going to be better. That's what I'm saying. He will be better. I will bet any one of you $20 that he qualifies better than 40th. In St. Louis. No, probably, there's only 37 guys entered. <laughs> Is it really? For reals? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. okay. I mean, the entries won't be high, for sure. That's why I was asking. There's right. 48. Listen, fuck you guys. You're being way too mean on this. Way too mean. Just deep sleeper. Okay? You're taking it personal. You're, you, you're friends with him, so you're pumping him. We, are, we have nothing bad against him. We're just simply stating... We're trying to okay. get fantasy advice here. All right, yeah, 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 okay. All right, all right. What Deep. number is he? I can't even find him on this list. Oh, my 280, God. 280. 280. Well, um, 
Keep that in mind, everybody, for next week's show. Dirty Al, he is not my 100% lead pipe lock week, but I would like you, Dirty Al, to keep to put Cade's points in there for me, please. Thank you. Um, is, he, is he better than – there's three new guys that have, I think, been in main events in the past that will be at St. Louis in this class. A-Ray, Benny. No, no, oh. no, no, no. no. We're, oh. we're talking deep sleepers. Oh, we're talking deep, deep sleepers. So oh. Cody Van Buskirk, he's been in main events. Jared Lesher, he qualified for Atlanta last year. And Daniel Herline, they're, they're all showing up to St. Louis. And Dustin Winter. So And the cat. I mean, if you want to look at that, I mean, you know. And the cat. I think we're talking way too deep, though. I think this is not good fantasy advice. No, Lesher did make the main event last year in Atlanta, and he rode pretty good, and he rode good at other races. Um, all right. He has, he has been training. I, if I was going to pick somebody over Cade, I'd pick Lesher over Cade. All right. Well, my team is Osborne, Tomac, Benny Bloss, and Kay Clayson. Wow. Subject okay. to change. You have the best 250 team, and then your 450 team is going to tank. Okay. Uh, 100% <laughs> lead pipe lock of the week for St. Louis for 450s. Uh, well, first of all, first first to the finish line, 450s. Uh, anybody you can recommend? Dan, we know you are picking. Um, Roxon, Tomac. They weren't good. I know. Even AC wasn't very good on the starts. I don't know what to do here. Dan, can, can we look at Chad Reed for, at a 7 or no? Are we still... Uh, let's give us some time. We okay. need, we'll come back around Tampa time. Okay, Tampa. sounds good. Uh, our other expert of Dean Wilson, uh, like like Dan is a Chad Reed expert, Dean Wilson at a two. Paul, I noticed you did not pick him. I think he's going to um, – yeah, I was at his place uh, two nights ago or something, and I think he's going to start improving pretty quick. I mean, he was talking to me about jumps. He thought he could jump at Anaheim if he was a little bit more healthy. So I think it's going to take maybe three or four rounds, but um, – okay. It's tough, man. I mean, he's, he, his handicap went down because he already hit double points at, at Anaheim. So at a two, I think that's tough. I think he will be around 10, 11, 12. So there's just not a ton of value. But there's not a ton of value in any of these guys, right? So. Yeah. No, there's not, Paul. No, there's not. Right. Okay. Clay Case in a 15. That's value. No, it's not. I'm just saying, deep sleeper. Keep an eye on him, folks. Okay. So uh, we got the four, right? Everybody give, everybody give their four? Yep. Okay. So winner, I don't know why I think this. Fly, Pro really Taper, 100%. I think Baggett's going to do this weekend. Okay. Uh, fly, yeah, Pro Taper, 100%, all on board with us. This is the 100% lead pipe lock of the week for 450s. Dan, who is it? Zach Osborne. JT? Yeah, I want to go different. So, um, I'll go Marty. Paul? I'll go Kyle Cunningham. Can I go Marty? I can pick him two weeks in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Marty's, sure, Marty's my 100% lead pipe block of the week. We, we're, we'll be better. Our parts will be secured. We'll be, our nerves will be better. So should be should be better. And uh, real quick, we've gotten some messages on the prizes. The ties for the first round, if you tied with somebody, it goes off of your St. Louis results. And then the tiebreaker is the previous weekend. Yes. And so, right. anybody that has asked questions. Which super cool. Last week, the winner got a Cooper Webb. Do we tie? Do we know if we tied for we, the yeah, so the winner tied? I believe they tied. Uh, we can look. We can yeah. look. Right we, so yeah. we gave away Cooper Webb number one Thor jersey last week. Super cool on nope. that. Um, no tie. No tie. So, and then this what week. What do you mean? 266, right? No, 277. Best score. Actually, actually 273. Mine chose 266, so. I'm sure. I'm sure. I swear. I swear. Okay. Yes. Um, are we going to – what jersey this week? 
I was going to give away Chad Reed's uh, 250th start jersey from the weekend. Really? Not, that. Not the actual one he raced in, but, you know. One, one from the week. One from the weekend. He, 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 he kept the main event one. Okay, that's fine. That's they fine, Dad. But it, it is no, it not the two hundred and fiftieth start that jersey. So, well, I don't know which one he actually rode the main event in. So, <laughs> it's a jersey from the weekend. All right, thank it's you. Anaheim, that's all you need. Jersey. That's all you need to say, Dad. <laughs> There you go. That's much better. There you go. All right, everybody. Well, hey, nice job, Marks, on uh, getting the site going. No drop week this week or this year. And, uh, yeah, it can only go up. It it can only be better for some of us on Pulp Mex Fantasy going forward. So, um, JT, Paul, Dan, anything else? Uh, I don't know where you guys see 273 points. That's all. So On the dashboard. Yeah, but that's, that's a person that didn't pay. Okay. Oh, I, I'm, I'm looking at results. When you go to re- – oh, Click on the championship, guys. I'm going to use the site. Okay. Championship. All right. Series, series overall. Uh, all right. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. I'm just looking at the highest score of the day, 263. Okay. The guy, the guy who would have won the Cooper Webb jersey didn't pay his, his $19, so he pay. doesn't get the Cooper Webb jersey. Didn't pay. Right. Okay. Yeah, so that not, another lesson, everybody, to, to sign up. Ouch. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, boys. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Kay Clayson, uh, keep an eye on him, everybody, this weekend. Uh, our experts will, uh, of course. And, uh, yeah, thanks, boys. All right. See you guys. Thanks. See ya. Yeah.